Happy Sunday, my lovely congregation, and welcome back to Pussy Church. I'm Laura, an erotica writer and the creator of Tales of Laura, which you can find at talesoflaura.com and at Tales of Laura on Instagram. And today we are back with Halloween sex fantasies and the incredibly hot sculptures of John Lorenzo Bernini. Every week on the show, we'll sing the gospel, which is all about sex news. We'll worship an erotic artist and we'll hear some confessions, really questions and sex stories from you guys. All right, now let's dive in. Amen. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Pussy Church. Who am I here with? Who is it? Who is it? Is it the comedian again? Is the comedian it the again. One and only Bianca Cristoval. It is. I'm so glad you're here. I am so happy to be back over and over and over. You know, you're the only <laughs> podcast I actually am willing to do. <laughs> I love that. Why is yeah. it? Because we talk about sex so much. <laughs> exactly. That's the only thing I want to talk about. <laughs> you like, care about the, the issues thing. in the world. <laughs> I know it's so about- funny with the with the podcast too, because sometimes I think we even mentioned this last week. All this crazy shit's going on around us, and we're like, and now one hour to talk about sex. Um, I mean, here's the deal. I just think that, like, let's not pretend that, like, that's, you know, the, the political situation and the clim- like all this, these things is the only thing we think about. Like, I think humans have the capacity true. to think about all other things. So let's not pretend, <laughs> let's not turn our all of our social media, all of our, you know, into this fight. I, I don't think it's very genuine, to be honest. No, and also I think there is, it's kind of nice to not focus on all the shit exactly. that's going on all the time exactly. because it's really, like, it's a stress on your system. I feel like I have oh, to thing with reading the news. This is why I love that I get all these news alerts for sex news <laughs> because then I'm just, yeah. like, love always it. entertained by something new. Um, oh, before we forget, um, blessed be the pussy. He has risen. May she open to your touch. Well, sex is also a good like way to distract yourself. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I don't have that. I don't practice that. <laughs> what do you mean? Are you sexless? He, Laura, you know I, I am, I've been sexless for a long time. I don't know why you're making fun of me. It's just not funny. I'm not making fun of you. It's not been that long. <laughs> First of all. But I do know that you're basically a virgin again. So yes. Yes. But it, <laughs> you don't remember anything. How do you kiss? How do you touch another person? It's all a foreign concept. Really, I love that you brought it up because I was literally sitting here this morning and I was thinking, oh my God, how does it feel like to kiss someone? No, stop. You I did swear not to even. God. I swear I did. You guys, just so you know, it's been three months. Thank you. Three months. Okay, yeah, that's a bit. It's a bit of a time, but not enough to like forget how a kiss feels like. But you know, I mean, maybe the first time then, your first time will be <laughs> my like, first super time exciting. Was... <laughs> I just wanted to be with someone I love. You know, my first time. I just oh, wanted to be special. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. Like, wait until you pop your your quarantine cherry. <laughs> I just wanted to be special. Actually, this is the funny thing. I just read this article because I had this thought about like falling in love. <laughs> you had and a thought. This, <laughs> I had a thought about falling in love. Um, I do fall in love um, approximately twice a year. Stop bragging. 
That, that's not a good thing. I'm not saying this is amazing. You know, some people don't fall in love their entire life and you do it twice a year. Well, but like what I'm trying to say is this article said something about or the question the article was posing was, does falling in love at first sight actually exist? Mm-hmm. So, and it's talking about the fact, right, that like you can meet somebody and you can see somebody and feel in like immediately attracted and connected and mm-hmm. at home with that person. But yeah. that does not actually mean that you just fell in love. It's such a, you know, the idea of love, it's, I mean, it's such a play on words, isn't it? What's really definition love? To, what does it mean to you? You know? And I feel like we, we spend so much time like saying, oh, this is love. This is not love. Or no, that one. That, I mean, love is what you think it is, basically. <laughs> Whatever is love to you is love to you. It's true. We just we just get like bombarded with this um, mm-hmm. idea, this kind of commercial idea of yes. what love is, right? Like pop culture, like pop culture is Hollywood. telling us one thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, my God. I mean... The the fact that um, marriage was like a business arrangement like a hundred years ago <laughs> is like out of the mind of most people at this point. Mm, totally. To- oh, totally. You know? Yeah, we never. Or, I mean, yeah. it still you is know, today in certain places, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so clearly. marriage is one thing, and love was always the other thing. Yeah, but then people. I mean, I think there's so many artists who have like written and like talked about love, right? And it's just such a weird thing because it did happen to me this summer, this past summer. <laughs> Actually, this we did summer. a podcast, right, when it happened. Yes. When I was like falling in love with somebody who I did not know, really. I mean, like I talked to him, obviously. It was not completely like I had no clue. But I f- kind of like fell for somebody like immediately. And I was like, what the fuck is this? You don't know the person and you have such an intense feeling towards them, right? Is that mm-hmm. just because it is lust? Right. And like your body is just like, ooh, we we like that chemistry that you feel is there. Right. But it, does that just mean you want to fuck that person or that you actually want to be in a relationship? Because the second you can't know. My very first boyfriend in my life was love at first sight. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm, my first sex. So I think there is a lot of hot people out there that you potentially want to have sex with. But do you always feel this attraction? No. No, that's a crazy thing. What if you get then get to know that person better and suddenly, hypothetically speaking, <laughs> <laughs> hasn't happened to you? Uh, no, not at all. No, has not happened to me at all. You meet that person again, right? That you had this like real intense connection with for like a couple of days. And then you meet them again a little bit later, like a few weeks later or whatever. And then you're suddenly like, oh, wow, it's not quite there anymore that feeling has kind of dissipated or it's not as extreme or strong. So then it feels like you kind of like just project it on somebody. Sometimes it, it is that you see them and you immediately have this feeling. Sometimes like what happened to me recently, not, not recently, obviously it's been three months since my head. But this year no, in 2020. This year that I wasn't really into them. And, you know, I was kind of like, okay, this is nice. Not really my thing. And then we kiss. And I was like, holy shit, like I have it. <gasps> yes, I'm feeling oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wait, how does that feel like for you? Explain that feeling. Like a butterflies, no? Mm, like suddenly out of I nowhere, know. they kiss you and you're like, whoa, like I did not expect it. And maybe even the shock makes it even bigger <laughs> because you're like, whoa. 
<laughs> oh, totally. I mean, I think it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I think it's happened to me so many, not so many times, a few times in my life, really. Um, when somebody touches you and you get goosebumps just because they touch you. There's not even like a sexual like meaning to that touch yet, really, right? But there's this like weird it. connection between two people or two bodies or whatever. So for me, usually, like I know right away if I want to, <laughs> like, like <laughs> you know, and the, you know, I just know, I just know right away. Like, can I do this? Can I not? You know, can I not do it? Or can I try? Yeah. Do I want to try? Well, but with the guy if that you I were just talking myself- about, it happened. If I have to talk myself into it, it usually is a bad idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, here's the deal. For me, it ends no matter what is, if it's a good or bad idea, it eventually ends. <laughs> like, all relationship for me always ended. <laughs> but, well, I mean, when you're dead, you either in a relationship while you die or every relationship in your life has ended. Exactly. That's you know? what I talk about in the series, <laughs> Art Broken, in episode six. You guys check it out. <laughs> oh yeah, please check out her series. It's all it's all out now, right? Yes, all the episodes. It's a it's a it's a it's a comedy series on my Instagram right now. It's it so out. amazing. It's so funny. I'll plug Thank it. You. Um, t- t- <laughs> t- tell us really quickly what it's about. Well, it's about a breakup. It's about a breakup. <laughs> You're a specialist. Yes, based on uh, complete fiction. <laughs> <laughs> with it's this guy we didn't just talk about earlier <laughs> it's about a girl who uh who gets dumped in the, the the most horrific way during pandemic and then she goes through this madness it's very short you know short um short episodes a lot of fun um yeah check it out it's very funny oh my god you guys <laughs> and also guys, like not, it's this. also sad to be honest of course it's also sad but that that's kind of like also some of the comedy lies right <laughs> like no totally like, i feel like if you go through a breakup or if you've ever been through a breakup this is very re- relatable very relatable <laughs> yeah did you get like a lot of um comments and like people oh reaching yeah out to a lot you? of dms mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it was really nice Talk- talking about really breakups <laughs> yeah You're like i needed this <laughs> Yeah, because we've all gone Love through. It. I mean, okay, let's let's say most people have gone through a breakup, you know, by their like late twenties. Yeah. yeah, I would say so. Yeah, and even it's probably get even worse the older you are. <laughs> probably, probably, <laughs> it's just going downhill <laughs> with the breakups. <laughs> um, depending of you, I mean, for the few of you that are in a relationship since you're sixteen and you're still in it, that's amazing. Oh yeah, but I think true. that's amazing. You're probably not listening to this podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. <laughs> you're probably somewhere happy. <laughs> Well, unless you want to, hey, unless you want to get inspired to spice up your sex life after 40 years of marriage, you know? Wow, respect. That's awesome. Chris Rock said something in a special that he did, the comedian, and he was saying something like, you know, whatever. He was talking about his divorce and he said, like, whatever you do, this is my only dating advice. He's like, whatever you do, don't stop fucking. (laughs) That's what my grandmother said. No, really? Yeah. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I swear. So my grandma and grandpa, they used to be, not anymore because my grandpa died, uh, but they used to be like the only couple in the world, I'd say, where I would be like, oh, I I, I would want that, you know? Mm. Uh, and so they oh, met, they had cute. this relationship, yeah, when they met when they were like 15, 16, and uh, then they were having sex until he died. And <gasps> I know that because when they came here for graduation... My grandpa sent me to a uh, drugstore because he doesn't speak English. 
to buy lubricant for grandma. No. And no, stop yes! it. I'm not, you're not the one. <laughs> this is a true love story, okay? Oh Believe my God, it. This is amazing. Believe it. Be open How to old were and then, they at this point? 70. Um, oh. And so I asked my grandma, like, you know, like, did you ever cheat? Like, come on. Like, you know. And apparently she kind of did once, but. Uh, but she had, she said, like the sex wasn't as good as with as with grandpa. Like with grandpa, it was Amazing. always the best. And so her her advice was like, oh, you have to have the chemistry to get through those years. <laughs> yeah, you have to just keep on having sex, man. <laughs> Which is funny because I've never heard it from anyone else. It's always like, it's sex is not important. You just stick it it's together. Totally, you can it's partner. a bond. It's just like an <laughs> yeah. emotional bond, right? Like I think Chris Rock even goes further and he was just saying some, something like, you know, sometimes you have to have sex while you're sad. Sometimes you have to have sex while you're angry. You just have to have sex. <laughs> just it does not matter. Doing it. Yes, that's keep what my grandmother fucking. said. She's, when I asked what I was the best you, thing about the relationship with, her, with my grandpa, she said, we had just so much fun in bed. <laughs> Oh my God, I want to have her life. <laughs> and now, and now we're going to go to the gospel. And the gospel is sex news. And today, well, this is kind of a little bit of a time traveling trip for us because we we're pre-recording this. But last night was Halloween for all the listeners. And today, Sunday, when this episode is coming out, it's All Saints Day, which actually I didn't know is also called All Hallows Day. And Halloween means the evening before that All Saints Day. Oh, wow. And then tomorrow in Mexico, um, people celebrate Dia de los Muertos. Do you have plans for Halloween? Well, we won't be able to talk about what we did, but at least our plans. My plan is to get laid. I love that plan. <laughs> Fantastic. At any cost. I don't care. I don't care what it takes. <laughs> I have to any reach out cost. to all of my exes. I will do it. This is like a Halloween booty call. You're like, trick or treat, baby. Trick or treat. <laughs> no, I, I I don't have any real plans. I'm just going to hang out with friends. You can't backpedal now. <laughs> I just did. So just get on board. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, today, today we're going to talk about sex and Halloween and just like a few news stories that are concerning that very specific topic I just made up. Um, and we're going to start with something that's called Slutoween. <laughs> yeah. And basically, it's a little bit of the history, really shortly so, of, um, of like slutty Halloween costumes. Where the nice. heck did that even start? Right? Now everybody's like dressed. Anything made sexy, which I think is like the funniest thing. So 2,000 years ago, the Celts started celebrating something called Samhain. Um, they were celebrating this day um, because they were thinking that the ghosts would come back and roam the earth, right? And they were sacrificing animals and they were building bonfires and they also made costumes. But they were wearing like animal heads and crowns and stuff like that. But even back then, young men would celebrate by dressing up as women and vice versa. So there was already this kind of cross-dressing thing going on. And then they kept on doing costumes um, over the thousands of years, obviously. 
but not until like the 70s in the Western world, really, did people start dressing slutty. In the 70s, it started? Yes. I mean, they dressed slutty. They were already but dressing I'm in sorry. costumes before that. I watched some like movies. I've watched some movies. No, not just watch movies, but like <laughs> I also saw like art. You know, okay. So if you look mm-hmm. at like the paintings from like the 18th century, 19th century, and like women totally. are like dressed in costumes, they're totally being slutty too. That's true, but that was not connected to Halloween. But you're absolutely right. The royalty in Europe was dressing up in sexy costumes for a lot of celebrations. I bet they did it for Halloween too, if there was such thing as Halloween. <laughs> That's the question. Halloween they really celebrate Halloween with costumes. Halloween is a very American celebration, isn't it? In the way we are celebrating it today, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because there's also this quote which I <laughs> which I kind of resent, but it's from the movie Mean Girls. And I Lindsay Lohan's character. <laughs> she says, quote, Halloween is the one day a year when a girl can dress up like a total slut and no other girl can say anything about it. I have a bit of a problem with that in general, but it is kind of like that for people, I feel like. Yes. Right? In some kind of a sense, it's it's okay to be like the sluttiest version of yourself. Yes. If that's Halloween. what you want. I almost wonder about the oppression, really, about the girls who who, who take this opportunity to really go all in mm. because... Yeah. Why? Like, my question is, like, why? Not not that I judge you. I really don't. It's more like, okay, so you cannot, like, really express yourself outside of this holiday. Like, what's going on? Like, is it... I mean, it is fun, for sure. But I'm just like, mm, there must be more to this. <laughs> no, I'm, no, but it is interesting, right? Because, like, in the 70s, it was, like, kind of with, like, the... More like the free love movement and then the gay movement, right? They had, like, gay parades where people were at Halloween dressing up pretty sexy and stuff like that. And um, I think in some kind of a sense, it is kind of not a nice testament if the only day you're allowed to do this is this like Mm. holiday, basically, right? And then the Mm -hmm. next day you cannot dress sexy anymore, even though you exactly want to. I was about to say the next day you still can because there's probably more parties still happening. (laughs) The next day day you just say you didn't (laughs) sleep. So it like totally works. If you're still wearing your costume today, kudos to you. (laughs) I know. I love it. What I thought was funny, and this is like going into the next story, kind of. There's a survey, um, a survey from the UK lingerie company Ann Summers. And they found that like 56% of of the people that were part of the survey admitted to having sex with the Halloween costumes on. (laughs) Ah, That's awesome. So maybe this is going to be you, baby. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. It's gonna be. <laughs> You're gonna get laid in your costume. What am I gonna be? Okay, but you guys, I just wanna I made a disclaimer because I promised Lara a little story earlier. Uh, be aware, mm-hmm. like if you start hooking up, if you're at a party and you meet someone you haven't met before and they're wearing a costume, um, be aware, <laughs> be aware, be aware. Because what happened to me has been, I think it was like seven years ago. I'll never forget. I met this super hot guy who was like dressed up as this like egyptian king you know oh my god so hot (laughs) yes so hot and i was like oh my god this is the hottest guy and like it was so cool and then like we went on a date the day after or something and he showed up looking like him and it was possibly (laughs) the most disappointing date so would you have like wished he would have just been a pharaoh for like the rest yeah, of your guys? I just wanted to be a pharaoh. That's what I. That's what I wanted. I didn't want this 
bald doc like that's why he was wearing the thing on his i, I mean you know don't you're like he was hiding yeah exactly exactly and like well that is kind of uh, trippy actually if you like hook up with somebody who's like in full full costume exactly, and you don't actually know happened. how they look like you don't and i thought it was like i mean at the, at the end of the day it's not about how they look right it's about the chemistry but the problem is there's so much alcohol <laughs> of course that you consumed <laughs> and they consumed that everyone is everything is fun and you know so the next day when we it's were sober, true. not so much fun you know <laughs> not so much do you know what you're gonna go as yep i don't have think a... i'm gonna do a costume this year you um, know who you're gonna do well never Never, never say never. Uh, no, slutty something. I probably don't even have to dress up. <laughs> ah. Oh my god, that's hilarious! They're like, "What are you going as?" I'm like, "I'm going as myself. I'm slut. It's okay. Like, let's just keep it going. This party. I don't need anything to like disguise." Hey, isn't it funny that you know you just said about yourself that you're a slut, and isn't it funny how that word "slut" we now use for men too? Like if he is oh, like, totally. uh, thank God, I know more which is male amazing. sluts than female sluts. Yeah, which is amazing. I love that we started using it, but at the same time, it's like a female word, isn't it? Isn't it like a feminine word, slut? It is. Yeah, it's kind of like bitch or something. But I think, um, yeah, I think in some kind of a sense, literally, guys are super slutty. I mean, I think this is <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are very slutty. Well, they they just well they just get away with like so much more just because of our society and like how it's structured yeah. and how it sees male sexual activity and female sexual activity, right? So yeah. they get away with so much more shit because slut is like derogatory, right? Mm-hmm. Or it used mm-hmm. to be, anyways, until like women started like claiming it for themselves again. Yes. Or not again. Like claiming it for themselves and just be <laughs> and just being like, Well, you calling me a slut, now I can call myself a slut, so I take it mm-hmm. back, right? But it is still like it's still funny because even when I say it, I feel a little funny about it. Right? When I say like I'm a slut. Yes. It, yes. You know, I mean it's I, not I, like- I did feel some type of way when you said it because I'm like my first reaction is like, No, you're not because it is it is a bad <laughs> yeah. word. You yeah. know, like I, I don't think you are a slut. I think you are a healthy person has a lot of sex, which is amazing, and I aspire to it. Obviously, I'm failing, but <laughs> right now. don't worry. I will <laughs> get right there. Just right oh, now. I, 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 tr- I have trust in you because I know yeah. you in other phases of your life as well. That is true. <laughs> that is true. In this slutty vision. Yeah, but that's funny, right? Like, So you can still be like saying, okay, no, I'm claiming it, and now I'm changing it. But still, it has a connotation, and you feel, yes. feel funny about it. Also, there's this company yandy.com and they do like costume lingerie kind of right it's costume lingerie mainly for halloween really right um and they saw like record-breaking numbers in 2020 and it already started right after the first quarantine hit in march so people started buying costumes for private use at home for role play (laughs) yes isn't that fucking amazing it's amazing. That is nuts. It's like it jumped up 25% in March already. And then it also, or actually even more, it shot up 31% right after the pandemic hit. And then they saw a 25% jump in the purchase of nurse-themed bedroom costumes <laughs> this year. Oh, this that's is all kind of inappropriate. Corona ro- <laughs> totally inappropriate. inappropriate. It is. You know what's also funny? Imagine, like, do you remember when it started, like, at 8 
p.m. People would start cheering from the windows. Go, woo, go nurses! You know, oh, nurses yeah. would go yes. and imagine like half of them like actually wearing their nurses' sex costumes and they're, they're about to oh, fuck as a nurse. God. Like, what is happening? <laughs> they're like, they're like, please don't cheer. I'm just on my way to get fucked by my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he has a corona finish. <laughs> I mean, you know, there was so much like there was so much like COVID porn, too, and stuff and COVID erotica and like all this crazy shit. So I'm not surprised that people kind of played played some kind of doctor games at home where they use that, you know, I mean, anything I think that's taboo gets a lot of people going. I also love how like men love when you wear like the nurse costume. Why not a doctor? Why does it have to be a nurse? <laughs> oh, because they still want to keep the power, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, unless they're like really submissive. You know, in the last year, it's like super interesting. I met like several dudes who were also submissive in bed. Not just, right? They could switch. How does it make you feel? They... Actually, I like it. It's weird. Really? I mean, if it's not... If it's a switch, right? I like it when it's like they can be dominant, but there's something crazy because I think a lot of women don't experience it very often that they're dominant in bed, right? But if somebody gets off on it, it's such a cool, trippy moment. I had it like the first time I really experienced how that felt like was um, when I did wax play with this guy. And he was like, hey, I would like to try this, right? And it's like BDSM wax. So don't do like a normal candle. But I poured oh, yeah. it over his arm and he started moaning like he was getting so turned on. And I was like, this is crazy. And it felt it felt like super like powerful. And it was very hot just because you could see him being so turned on by it. You know, you know, my experience with this was did not turn me on, but maybe it was the wrong person. So I don't mm. want to like say anything, you know, maybe. It's no, just... say it because it is interesting. Sometimes it, it's OK if something. I got completely turn turned off, but I think maybe it's because it was the wrong mm. person. What did you, you do? Know? Well, I just like tied him up and, you okay. know, whatever. But it just wasn't. I mean, I think I wasn't like really attracted to them. You know, I wasn't really into them to begin with. So it's probably okay, okay. this was not that didn't help. Yeah, you know. And did he was he did he want it like want it was yeah. it his fantasy? Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. yeah, fascinating. And I just couldn't even follow through because I was like, ugh, no. Well, I fa- oh, yeah. Well, then <laughs> I think <laughs> that I mean, if you don't, it's also okay to like find something not so hot, right? Like, there's a lot of things that I don't like very much, but like for yeah. me, dominant. Like, I don't, I don't want to necessarily tie him up and like beat him to a pulp. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I thought it was like kind of fascinating. Like, even I think even when you put like a finger up a guy's butt, I feel like it that, has I feel like it's dominant. That's great. That's good. Right? That's it's great. Do, but don't you feel That's like good. there's a dominant like feeling Probably. to it? Probably. Probably. Yeah, of so course That's why I'm is. changing my story. <laughs> that's why I'm saying maybe I just really wasn't into that guy, you know. Yeah, but I think it's fa- it, that that's kind of fascinating because I know that that's the thing that sometimes guys get like a little insecure about, but then I think the sometimes? guys that have like no, but like there's a lot of guys that are so into it and they're like really also very dominant in bed but they can like own that that's something that they fully enjoy as well right without feeling like weird about it as they should a a thousand percent why not you know what i mean like it's a pleasure center 
I was preaching about this before on this podcast. All guys should get rim jobs and just see if they like it. Um, oh, yeah. So and then part of um, this article was also a, another study that somebody did for a book called Tell Me What You Want. The book is about the psychology of sexual fantasies. And he found out that over half of the participants admitted to fantasizing about sex with a fictional character. Mm -hmm. One third of people fantasize about mythical creatures like vampires, werewolves, and demons. I think actually vampires is very hot. <laughs> I mean, I think you're not the only one. That's why all the vampire shows were so hot 10 years ago, remember? Like every fucking But show was about vampires because people are obsessed. Well, also, I mean, a vampire intrinsically is sexual. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, totally. But like, isn't that, isn't that interesting that like that 10 years ago, we really as a society were completely obsessed with vampires? It's true. Well, it probably mm -hmm. comes in waves. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to all the vampire shows? <laughs> yeah, what exactly. And they're good. Those were good shows. You know what's the problem? You know what it is? I think we're on it. Because you know why these these vampires, all of them, were so hot, all these guys, because they were so tortured on the inside. Oh, and stop. They, <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yes. No. Yes. They had the tortured oh. artist complex. Oh, and, my but they God. Loved her. Maybe. But it was complicated because they couldn't really give them, him, you know, his full himself oh, yeah. to her. It's like Twilight. You know? Twilight. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he really loved her, but he couldn't show it. He cannot fuck you because it gets so dangerous. It's dangerous when he has so much <laughs> lust for you because he could kill you. But it's how fucked up is this that we like <laughs> think that this is something good? <laughs> oh my god! Horrifying. One of the, I mean, one of the major um, fantasy for women is often this: like somebody desires you so badly that they can't hold themselves back, right? It's a huge thing. And like with the vampires, the same thing. It's kind of the, <laughs> the OG of that fantasy. Yeah. One quarter, one quarter um, fantasizes about cartoon and anime characters. That's popular, the anime. Yeah, like hentai and stuff, like all the Japanese yeah, um, porn. And I never could get into it, actually. I've I think it's healthier it not to. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I really I do. Know. I think like the moment you start having sex with like clouds and stuff, like, I mean, it's nice, but like, that's not even clouds. They're like, these are like human, human characters. They are painted. They're not real humans. Well, yeah, that's true. But like, they're supposed to not be a cloud. But it is basically because it's not a real human. It's a painted thing. It doesn't exist in any type of shape or form. Even vampire is more like you know to me at least i guess but it doesn't it doesn't really hurt anybody like the thing doesn't exist but i just what's hard for me to imagine with hentai um for me it always feels so male-centric the girls are always so like helpless in hentai you know what i mean and there is mm. um a word called ahegaho and it means orgasm face what does it look like It's just this famous um, anime face of a girl, like her eyes are really open and she's like shocked by her own orgasm or by her own pleasure. And I always feel like it's such a passive, <laughs> such a weird, like passive thing. You know what I mean? That she's like, oh my God, what are you doing to me? And then she like comes and she doesn't even know what's happening, you know? <laughs> Look, I mean, I think every, I, I mean, I'm not against it at all. It's completely harm harmless in a sense of what it is. I'm just saying that, If that's what like turns you on, 
Uh, I just always, like, maybe, you know, I'm projecting because like every time I have some type of fantasy, then I kind of translate it into like a real world, you know, mm-hmm. and then I have maybe yeah. sometimes issues, issues, you know, because then I'm like, oh, I had this, fan- and this is not the fantasy, you know, and I hear from a lot of my guy friends having this issue with porn, you know, where they cannot really yeah. perform in reality. So I'm like, always like, you have to also, mm-hmm. as much as we are open about everything and it's great, you also have to understand that these things are, you know, it's, it's all mental. Like, you know, sex is all totally. about connection. So you kind of have to be careful sometimes. You know? <laughs> I saw this tweet today and this girl was like, I think it's funny that people think that are really into hookup culture think that people are doing really nasty and naughty things when they're just hooking up. And she was like, mm-hmm. the nastiest and naughtiest a girl will ever be is when she's in love with you. <laughs> that is so real. That is it's so, so real. real, right? And I was that like, so real. absolutely. To be completely honest, I totally can relate to that. Like if you have like a sex for the first time with someone that you don't really like, care for or know or you know you're not gonna do a lot of things i mean yeah. you're probably gonna weigh your options i mean depending how fun this is already you know or like i don't really have a lot of one night stands because mm. i in order to be turned on and like wanting to be with a, like a person in bed i need to know them a little bit like right. at least have a connection outside of the bedroom it totally. doesn't mean I need to love them at all. It just means like mm-hmm. there's got to be a little bit more than just like I met you drunk because otherwise I just literally masturbate. <laughs> it's better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I haven't had a bad sex in a very long time, but yeah. So sometimes you just need to know that you suck so you can get better. They all at it. need to be, yeah, open to it. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing for us. And like when you start giving blowjobs, you know, somebody has to tell mm-hmm. you what feels good. Oh, yeah. I had a boyfriend who made me watch porn with him. Oh, really? 17. He's Fucking like, do it like them. Fucking asshole. <laughs> 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 no, let's what? be open. Yeah, you have to be open. Yeah, you made me watch my Fucking asshole. I think, I mean, I've talked to guys, you know, I like that. I like that. Can you suck my balls? Like, you know, like just a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm too shy for this. But everybody has different preferences. So, like, it's kind of good to know what the fuck they like. You know? Oh, no, no, no. Some people, no, some guys, yeah, some guys like something that the others hate. So that it's confusing. No, an ex of mine wanted his, like, dick bitten, like, really hard. Like, no joke. Holy like, shit. And I've never you heard would this. never, and you would never come up with a story like that. You know, like, no, I, no, I would no, have no. never thought that a dude would like that. Like, they're always like, and, no teeth, no oh, teeth. Oh, yeah, please. Careful, careful, careful. Exactly. And then this one guy's like, no, bite on it. I'm like, what? (laughs) Couldn't have made that up. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, talk to your partners, people. So the next thing we're going to talk about is a ridiculous thing called Halloween sex positions. This British lingerie company, Ann Summers, came out with three positions for this Halloween or now for you all, All Saints Day sex positions. And the first one, I sent them to you. The first one is the pumpkin spice position. And it's basically a variation of cowgirl. And they say with extra intimacy. But Mm. I would say with extra complications. Because you sit on top of him, but your legs are straight out towards his head. So you have no chance of fucking moving your body (laughs) at all up and down. So you basically just like bouncing on his dick by his no. force i'm not exactly sure what's going on look i i'm very flexible person more flexible than most <laughs> actually 
not advertising because I haven't had sex in three months. I'm just saying. It's <laughs> this, is, this is my number. Me call me. <laughs> let me tell you. Just watch my show on Instagram. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, doing these type of like gymnastics in bed, it, it takes the pleasure out of it for me. A thousand percent. And I'm not even super uncomfortable. And I'm not, so I cannot imagine like a girl who, you know, who's not actually flexible. This is a no, I'm flexible too, but this sound, it just looks really unfun. Like you cannot move really. You have no power. I think actually like one of the best ways to be on top is like with your feet on the ground. So you, uh -huh. like, you're basically squatting on him. And I think that's uh -huh. amazing because you have the most power. Um, yeah. I mean, you also have to be flexible, but at least you can really ride him. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. By, by the way, writing, the next position is called riding the broomstick. <laughs> okay, this is just reverse cowgirl, no? What's that, different yeah, about just, this one? That's basically it, yes. No, that's it. Um, which, do you like that position? Um, I personally, I'm not against it. It's cool, but I'm not like, it's not my favorite. I think it depends on the guy, but it's it's a more complicated position because I was it is complicated. if I have to lean lean forward or lean backward. <laughs> No, you kind of like, he, you know, you, you kind of like twerk. You twerk? So your butt is in the back. Your butt is kind of like, you know, you kind of, no, you're know, leaning definitely forward. But you, but you can also lean backward. I swear yeah, to you. you. Can. No, you can. You can actually, you can lie your whole body on top of him, but then it's a different position. Wouldn't it? Then it's a, then it's clearly a different <laughs> position. Yes. <laughs> you're turning into something else. Okay. Well, then I mean, we're not I writing no the fucking experience. We're not really riding the broomstick anymore. <laughs> no, we are no not experience. <laughs> we are lying the broomstick down. We are like, <laughs> I haven't seen a broomstick in three months. Like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't know what I'm. I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't even know why you have me on this podcast. I have no experience. Oh my god! I'm yeah, like the president. Sure, sure. <laughs> like the president. Oh. <laughs> I got this <laughs> job. <laughs> Completely unqualified. Because you were on TV. <laughs> because I was on TV. <laughs> okay, third position, spine tingler. And this is a side scissoring position. Um, and the aim is to rock back and forth until you reach orgasm. I don't I don't understand these rocking positions, but I've done side scissor. It's not that uh, scissoring in general with a guy feels weird, but okay. It's a little unnecessary, I feel like, because he Lara, cannot is, penetrate us deeply. What is your favorite position? Oh, at all, like <gasps> in general? Yeah. It depends a little on the guy. I love doggy. Yeah. Uh, love, 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 because it just hits my cheese butt really well. Yes. Um, and then I also like kind of, I mean, I like being on top because I can come really well on top. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. That's the nice thing, uh, but I can't do it all night because it's, <laughs> it's so exhausting. Because you, you're um, weak. I'm totally weak. Yeah, I can't do that all night. And then I also like like my my legs up. You know. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Those are three. Mm -hmm. What about you? <laughs> I would. I would. I. I agree. Agreed. 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 Yeah, it's it's kind of a good trifecta. <laughs> I also like. I also do like. I also do like standing though. But you know. Oh, you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's difficult. I mean, it depends really? on your height difference, I think. No, but like you can be, you can be standing. You can do from behind. You can, you know, you don't have to. That's true. You can do that. Well, that's nice. <laughs> or you can be like, you can be standing. You can be sitting on some sink or whatever. All these, yeah. Actually, 
but actually I had for the first time in a long time, just a couple nights ago, I had standing sex and we were not like propped up on anything, but literally standing in front of each other. And it worked. We were just a perfect height for it. I was like, this is so trippy. And now, and now we're going to go to our worship section. And worship is erotic art. And today we're going to talk about Bernini. And he's mm -hmm. an Italian sculptor and architect. Or he was, really. <laughs> he was born in 1598. And he was a major figure in the world of architecture and sculpture. And he basically started the Baroque style of sculpture. The mantra he lived by was, those who never dare to break the rules never surpass them. <laughs> ah, love it. Ooh. Well, really, what's so special about him actually is I was looking at his sculpture today, kind of unrelated, and then I was like, I wanted to talk about him because mm -hmm. his work was mainly funded by the Catholic Church, right? Um, yeah. And yeah, and this is incredible because he did a lot of religious sculptures and stuff. But really, the difference is that he kind of infused these religious sculptures and scenes with basically tons of passion and like some kind of sexual carnal vibe, I feel like. Mm -hmm. I mean, that man um, was a genius, clearly. I mean, the, absolutely. The, the detail on those sculptures, like the, the realistic, like the way he captures, like even like if you think about it, like it's, uh, it's the end of Renaissance, right? Going to Baroque kind of mm -hmm. period. And like, the way, like every muscle on these sculptures, you know, every, it's insane. It's insane. It's absolutely like, insane. I, absolutely beautiful. I, you, you know, you showed, like, I mean, I, I knew of him, you know, I learned about him in school, obviously, but I was just like um, looking at these pictures <clears throat> of some of his work that you shared with me and that, which really like stood out for me was the Pluto and Proserpina. Proserpina. And uh, yeah. the way he's like grabbing her thigh, like oh to God. be able to, Pull this into a stone. Absolutely insane. Yeah, let's talk about that one. That one is so fascinating because it's a little bit complicated. The The theme is the rape of Proserpina. And um, he made it in 1621. And it's a mythical story of unrequited love, really. A little bit more savage because he, <laughs> Pluto, um, the Pluto the god is raping her. Or at least he's forcing about her. To. Yeah, exactly. But like the way he put it, it's incredible. You can see how his like hand digs into her thigh. Yeah. And how the flesh is like moving and like kind of, yeah. I don't know, it's like, like dough or something. Yeah. No, it's like real. It's like how it actually is. <laughs> it's like, and it's actually kind of hot. <laughs> it's it's like actually, that. I know. I mean, I wish it didn't say <laughs> rape in the title. You know, know. <laughs> I'll be all I remember about the it. first. I remember the first time I saw this, and I was like, "This is so fucking hot." This love scene, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a little bit well, also because like Pluto is extremely hot. Let's let's you know let's talk about that. Like his body, like what the hell? Oh, totally. That? Like Pluto what's her problem? No? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god! I wish I had a Pluto. Oh, joking, joking. Oh lord! Oh lord! <laughs> No, but I mean, I think, yeah, the detail and like the passion in that just one hand of his on her thigh is just incredible. Mm, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think you can also see it um, in the the couple um, pieces beforehand. Um, one is really incredible. I think it's the ecstasy of St. Teresa. 
Mm-hmm. And here yeah. he basically he basically shows the Catholic Saint Teresa who is visited by an angel. Um and the angel is about to poise, uh, is about to pierce her heart with an arrow. Um and this one is crazy because she's sitting there like apparently before this depiction Pernini did she was always shown Teresa was always shown like very like stiff and still and he shows her mid orgasm basically. Right. I think it was not that hard of a sale. I, I feel like he definitely told them something about that she's like giving herself up to God and the faith. And, you know, I can totally see this being like an easy. He apparently got quite a lot of backlash um, for he his did? work. But for this it, one? Not, not well, for the rape? Not for the rape. No, he did. He did too. But like this one is a little later in his career. So he already had, he was famous enough that it didn't matter as much, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And apparently he once said, let me be me for I am in love. And he was kind of equating that he was um, doing these saints um, and these women kind of in the image of his girlfriends. <laughs> oh, okay. Also, what's Ooh, interesting yeah. about that one, the, the, the angel is very young. You know, she's having an <laughs> orgasm. That's a, barely a teenager. Barely That's a, a teenager. <laughs> yeah. What, what is that? Well, maybe frozen in time. I don't. I mean, she is a she's a saint, so she's only having. You know, maybe she's just having an orgasm by the look, by while she's looking at him. Just the the energy, possibly. I don't know. Saint Teresa is a little, uh, little. Uh, she's scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> she's scandalous. Yeah. Oh, she's a cougar, baby. Uh, she's a cougar. But oh, it's not even that. It's more like a pedophile because that's a child. Oh my god. That's well, a, but the look at this angel, angel is a child. The angel is like doing it to her, though. So you know, still I'm not. I can't. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make like a real defense in a court of yeah, law. Like, yeah, still statutory rape. Okay, in the state of oh in the state of California, God. she had a religious experience that was very sexual. But maybe the angel just existed in her fantasy. You know what I mean? Maybe she was like one of those who was fantasizing about fictional. Oh, characters. like the, the anime, like the anime. <laughs> yeah. And that's why full circle you shouldn't be fantasizing about anime <laughs> because oh my god so somebody one day will make a sculpture to- about you and then you will be always remembered as this pedophile all right last but not least apollo and daphne um and this is widely considered benini's first masterpiece um and he portrays the climax of this mythical roman tale um they, they, they are, this is consensual though so that's nice yeah yeah yeah. no apollo um but is also like i don't want to be mean but like apollo's body compared to you know the the other guy compared to pluto's body <laughs> not the business so it's true he has a little bit of a man boob a bit just a tiny yeah bit, looks like he's, it. like in general he's very like feminine but i mean you know i mean I'm, is, I'm yeah. i had a sex with a guy like this before you know it's not <laughs> uncommon um <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't it didn't like disturb me it was fine yeah well i wouldn't say good. it didn't disturb me but uh, you know i oh was like God. daphne i went with it uh <laughs> <laughs> well she looks a little bit like still surprised she basically has that hentai <laughs> ahegaho face she's like oh what's happening to me because <laughs> you know, she also has like her hair is like in the wind and her mouth yeah. is open and she's like oh my god Baby. By the way, the hair is amazing. Like, how did he do the hair? Crazy. I don't know. He's incredible. He, there's also a sculpture he did where it's a face that's veiled. I mean, I haven't seen anything so beautiful 
mm-hmm. you know, it's just like so hard to do. Anyways, this one is uh, also beautiful, but he's done like several and I'm going to post them. But like there's also a couple of like guys that are just lounging with their dick out and they're all like super turned on. It's like so, are those small so, so, or big so sexual. Small. He still wasn't small, a small dick category. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. still doing small dicks. Well, actually, not still. At that point, it was just small dicks. We, we talked about this before in the podcast that a small dick supposedly meant that the guy was intellectual and smart. Yeah. Yeah. And a big yeah. dick meant that you're stupid. So, um, right. More like anim- animalistic. <laughs> Isn't that interesting how, you know, the guys with small penises can come up with? hundreds of years of art later they've already been like so fucking in their feelings about the small thing like oh let's make this a movement let's make this a whole intellectual thing (laughs) you're like i'm smart and i have because i have a small dick it's a good thing okay imagine the power that you had that you were able to convince the world that having a small dick is a good thing i mean (laughs) that's like a sign of your status It's amazing. It's amazing. Hey, yeah. The power you yield, people. Mm -hmm. Never forget it. (laughs) Never forget it. And now we're going to go to confessions. And confessions is questions and stories from you guys and answers from us. And the first question is from a girl. And she was like, I want to know about your FFM experiences um, or any girl experiences. Girl on girl. Uh, All right. Do you want to start? (laughs) I only had experiences when I was a teenager. Did you not enjoy it as much? I feel like I did it just to be like, like trying to be hot for the guys or something i mean i don't oh yeah yeah yeah. but i would even uh, but I'll, i would also do it like you know without i'm saying i don't know i think i was just being like crazy like yeah like i didn't think much just about trying it. it out yeah um yeah, yeah and um but i've recently had like a year ago i met a girl that was extremely to me like extremely attractive like i could imagine being with her mm. that was like one yeah. girl for me in general, I think women are really beautiful and some are really sexy. And I even talked on this podcast at length about um, being Shibari bound by Marie Sauvage, by this um, Shibari artist, and being so turned on by her energy and everything. So I do, I feel similarly. I think sometimes there's just a person you meet that just hits you in a certain way, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. But normally... Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I kiss girls and stuff like it's, but normally it's not like the thing that gets me really turned on, turned on. And I mean, I had a foursome experience with a girl. Um, and that was, that was fun, but that was just very much like playful. I, I mm-hmm. mean, we we're four, we were four people. Uh, nobody was in a couple. We we're all friends. And actually, I think she had slept with both of the guys beforehand already. So <laughs> I think I was more like the new one to the group or whatever. Um, and with her, she was super touchy with me, right? So I met her and she like sat, she sat next to me and she like started kind of like touching me and like talking and very flirty. So I was immediately was like, wow, this girl is like very forward. I don't think she's really just, you know. Um, <laughs> talking to me. It just took me a little bit to like realize that that was like a whole thing that they all wanted to have sex together. Um, but that was just more like, you know, I was a little drunk and it was just fun. 
um, less so than fully lust filled, you know, for this woman specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is, I mean, with a foursome, what happens quite often, it's just like that it's very much like a cup, like kind of switching partner thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we would just like kiss in between or something, but it was never the two dudes together and us together. You know what I mean? I don't want to be an asshole, up. but like you were having a foursome. So that probably wasn't very safe, was it? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just see like one penis in one vagina, another penis, another vagina, and then the penis goes back to your vagina and then the other vagina it just doesn't seem like a corona friendly environment. <laughs> Thank God it was pre-corona. <laughs> uh, was it pre-AIDS? <laughs> Definitely not pre-AIDS. <laughs> not pre-AIDS no but uh, yeah clearly there's things that happen I mean if you go to an orgy I mean if I I went to a sex club (laughs) but I I didn't really have sex with anybody without a condom you know what I mean so just the person I was there with and um so I think it kind of depends I think people should be obviously careful I really want to try MMF to be honest (laughs) that would be more yeah me too honestly honestly that's my dream yeah that's like right Oh, yeah. I mean, I want to get double penetrated so bad. I heard amazing things. <laughs> it's not even for me. It's not even about that. It's just about having like two men just worshiping. you. Exactly. Well, of course, that's like the main thing. And then, well, the thing with the double penetration is a little bit difficult because a lot of guys don't want to do that because you can I feel know. the other guy's yeah. dick. Well, yeah. But okay, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> What I'm Inside thinking, of her, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's, I just imagined that you, you could like mm-hmm. hear me going through the process of imagining. <laughs> <laughs> um, but those two men have to be like completely like obsessed with me. And like, I don't really want to do that much work. I don't want to be worried about like pleasing two men. I just want them to be worried about pleasing me. Um, exactly. About that's, that's, yeah. That's the yeah. whole point. I'm going to be yeah, like having my hands full. That's not the fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Next question is from a guy and it's a bit longer. So I'm going to paraphrase. Um, but he was asking, basically, he's, he was talking about that he is trying to have conversations with his, his female partners about like their desires and what they like. And that often he gets shut down and women don't want to talk to him about um, what feels good and stuff that they kind of like cut him off and don't want to communicate. Um, and he kind of is wondering why that is like that and what he can do, you know. Oh, I would ask you the same question. I had the same experience with uh, with most guys when I, I and I asked them directly. Maybe I, I shouldn't be so direct. And I asked directly. You I, and the three times out of three, my my the answer was like everything is great. And I'm like, like I'm giving you this opportunity. What did you ask? Like, what do you like? Is there something like you want to you know experiment with? Like, I'm being mm. open. And then I got was that in up. bed or before? After. After, oh. when you feel like they should be relaxed and open right yeah you'd, you'd think so oh that's interesting no help because i yeah i i wonder <laughs> for me uh when i get asked i i love when i get asked what i what i like and what i would like to try out because obviously i have a lot of answers uh <laughs> i think the biggest problem with maybe men and women is or especially with girls, I know this, um, that they haven't actually asked themselves the question. 
And that's why they don't have an answer because they actually haven't spent much time thinking about what they actually like. And they're not masturbating enough. And I got to tell you, girls, <laughs> I think that's what you're going to do if you want um, a deeper connection in bed. You've got to know your body a little bit better. And I think a lot of people don't and then they're afraid, right? That's one thing. Or maybe with these guys being afraid of their like sharing the fantasies and that somebody will judge them. Yeah. Right. So in order to make that maybe a little bit more comfortable, I wonder maybe sharing one of yours first will make people a little bit more open because, you know, because I share so much about what I like and like, you know, I talk a little bit about sex and like I laugh about it and like share crazy stories that I hear and stuff. And so I think most of the time people are open with me because they already know that I obviously talk a lot about it you know so they feel safe but if you you don't have to have a sex podcast to be able to do that i think it's just if you talk about it openly in general and maybe even share something that you like people are more inclined to share theirs i would think yeah you know i i would think that that could work i like it yeah, I think try. you can use that. You can use that for the girls too, and maybe also that's why I asked you about before or in bed. It might be better to ask outside of bed because if you're mid fucking, it's maybe a little harder for somebody to be like, "Oh yeah, this is what I want to try right now." Yeah. yeah. Um. Even though I've had that too, and I liked it, like somebody asking me midway. Yeah. No, I, it can be hard. I love being at church with you. Thank you so much me for coming. Too. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so of much course. fun. Can you tell everybody again where they can find your show? Oh, yes. Just, guys, follow me. The easiest way you can find my show is follow me on Instagram at Bianca Cristoval. Uh, and uh, the, the the entire show is uh, up on Instagram right now. It's also on Vimeo, uh, you know, and you go on artbrokenseries.com. Uh, but yeah, oh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it was, a you know, really fun experience and I think it's really relatable and really fun. And if, especially if you're going it's through a so breakup, funny, people. it will uplift you. <laughs> you're not alone. And if, and if you ever have gone through one, you'll understand. <laughs> yeah. If you're bracing you will for laugh one. and you will cry. <laughs> if you're yes. bracing for one. Oh my God. <laughs> well, thanks again. And thank you guys for listening and we see you next Sunday. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Pussy Church Podcast. And make sure to check out my quarantine show, Pillow Talk, where I chat with my favorite erotic creators and play truth or dare with them. If you like today's show, please, please, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be amazing too. See you next Sunday.